Today's Laser Time is brought to you by Audible, and Laser Time listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash laser time and get started with their free 30-day trial and get a free audiobook. It's a beautiful day here at the Laser Time Studios. We're about to talk about a topic that I guess you think you're not interested in. And I'm talking to both the people listening and the people in this room. But you are wrong. It is Olympic season and Laser Time will be covering the Olympics today as its topic. Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, I love that sound, though. Well, it's a beautiful day here in the Laser Time yeah. Studio. Ooh, a zero from the Russian judges. Ooh. They're all bowing out of the podcast. A recently uh, melted blue apron box is excellent. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to Laser Time. If you don't know what we do, we are the Internet's ninth leading pop culture show. Damn. It's, oh. ba- it's no. bad. So we don't even get a medal. Well, it's uh, it's I, don't, I hate covering sports because the people who do like it yell at us because we're not that sports inclined. Yeah. And uh, I imagine people who have been hung with us through the dozens of Duckman and Tiny Toons conversations have no interest <laughs> in the Olympics. But I thought I didn't either, but I, fa- I think I found a cool angle. Dave, you sort of pitched this that we should, yeah. why not? Because like Olympic fever only happens, well, seemingly once more frequently. Once every four years. Well, it's well, once every two years. But and we'll get into the that. The ones that matter. Then, they did, then they did the brand extension for the Olympics. Yeah. So, so if you don't know Olympics what Laser Type and... does, we take a pop culture topic, we ramble off on it, and this time we are choosing the Olympics with some Olympic factoids, some uh, stuff that you might like based on the Olympics. And here's here's how I really want to drag people into this. Yeah. Uh, we usually grab sound clicks to do a bunch of re- a research. We rarely ever do sports of any kind. Mm-hmm. But if you think you don't know anything about the Olympics, I know you're all Simpsons fans. Yeah. We definitely do a Simpsons show, mm-hmm. Talking Simpsons, on your iTunes and LazerTimePodcast.com. And when I, I whenever I think about the Olympics, I think about this, and I just never bothered to look into the joke. Mm-hmm. Can we hear it for yeah. a second? Summer's just around the corner. Krusty Burger is the official meat-flavored sandwich of the 1984 Olympics. Krusty Bunny. Duh. It's all part of our Krusty Burger Olympic sweepstakes. Just scratch off the name of the Olympic event on your game card, and if America wins a gold medal, you win a free Krusty Burger. Mmm, mmm, mmm. And cut. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I almost swallowed some of the juice. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a this is a minute long. Like, it, 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 this is part of like what we'll be talking about in the first segment about Olympic history and yeah. all that good this stuff. This joke on the Simpsons shouldn't make sense to you unless you know something. Unless yeah. you're old. Well, yeah. Hi, I think that, that's part of it. What's what's the rest of it? Or... Uh, I'll be tasting that for weeks. <laughs> Great spot, Casey. Put a sock in it, preppy. How much are these free burgers gonna cost me? Not to worry, Mr. K. We've rigged the cards. They're all in events that communists never lose. I like, I like. This just came over the wires, Big K. <laughs> uh-huh. Soviet boycott. U.S. unopposed in most events. How does this affect our giveaway? Let's see. You personally stand to lose $44 million. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So... Uh- that that, <laughs> that, that yeah. is just more meaningful. Like when we did decide to do this as a topic, mm-hmm. what the Olympics have not seemed that special to me for a while, and that's because I think in 
what year was it? Like in the 90s, they decided to split up the Winter and Summer Olympics. Yeah. So instead of every four years, the same reason we all this fervor is happening on the presidential election, because it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. But the Olympics happen every two years now, so it's not a huge deal, even though everybody likes the Summer Should Olympics. Should we introduce ourselves? Did we not do that? No. My bad. I'm Chris Antista. Uh, perpetual bronze medalist. <laughs> uh, Diana Mitch Gaylord Goodman. <laughs> uh, I'm Dave of Dan and Dave fame. We'll get to that hey, later. Look at, but... <laughs> and I am on the soundboard, so I get to choose yeah. uh, when that place. But it's it's sort of like I remember as a a lot of this is going to stem back from when I was a kid when the Olympics were this this giant deal. They were everywhere, and I realize now part of that is because of the things mentioned in the Simpsons clip. Uh, the Russians didn't show up to yeah. the '84 Olympics. Right. No idea because I don't remember that, and that was a response to the four years beforehand mm-hmm. in 1980. Jimmy Carter decided to protest the Olympics too, so the United States and other some other countries did not participate of countries. in the Most Moscow yeah. Olympics. So what ended up happening? The first Olympics after I'm born, the world has not had the Olympic. Yeah. The country has not had the Olympics in eight years. So everybody goes crazy. And I remember it was like the biggest phenomenon I'd ever seen. And as a result, you'll see a lot of entertainment, a lot of cartoons based on the Olympics. It was the, I think we were, if anybody liked the Olympics to begin with, they were starving for it in 1984. And uh, for almost every four years after that. Yeah, because like, before that, it would have been the 76 Olympics. The Moscow Olympics, Jimmy Carter said, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't have a good Jimmy Carter impression. Sounds <laughs> hey, a lot like Bill Clinton. Yeah. Well, and you also <laughs> fit in a Bushism in there. Did I? Not going to do, do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Uh, well. And then. Yeah, and then it, it adds to it that it's 84 and it's in the U.S. It's in Los yes. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they actually figured out how to deal with the freeway traffic. It and is? How? It's so weird that they haven't just kept doing that, where they came up with, like, staggered work times, where it's like, instead of working 9 to 5, and then everyone hits the freeway at the same time, it's like, you work 8, 10 to 4, 10. They j- Stuff like what? that. Wow. They came up with all Mandatory kinds of times? ways to do it, and it ended up working out okay. So I, did, I have seen our demographics now. Uh, most of our listeners come from L.A. Uh, every trip I've ever gone on there for, like, uh, like a one-day business trip is so excruciating. Yeah. Because we need to rent a car and then we need to drive five miles. That's going to take six hours, uh, depending on what time we get there. It's awful. So So they ended up reorganizing everyone's work schedule to accommodate yeah. Olympic traffic? Yeah, they did something like that because, I mean, Los Angeles, everything's spread out and yeah. so you've got yeah. all your different stadiums and stuff. They're doing stuff at, at USC. They're mm-hmm. doing stuff at the, the old Olympic Stadium where the Raiders used to play. and wow. they've got Everything's all spread out. Stuff is at UCLA campus. I think swimming probably and all that. So, so can you remember people that? People got to move around. I never lived in an Olympic town. This was... The Olympics happened right before I moved to LA. Ah, I see. So I did get lots of uh, old remnant uh, eagle wearing Uncle Sam hat gear. <laughs> there was still a lot of that in oh LA by the time I got there. I used to think he was just the America Sings Disney guy, but no, that's no, right. That was, was the mascot the, that year. Mascot, Stupid yeah. eagle. I mentioned in 302010, but I did get to go to the 96 Atlanta games uh, at the tail end of it. Uh, after, and was there Ow. like after... Were you in Pensacola? No, we were just we would I mean, we were always driving through the south in to go to Florida. My dad didn't take me, and we were like in the neighborhood. Yeah, and so I think just on our way there or back, we're like, hey, let's just swing by. We didn't get like <laughs> didn't get to attend the events because that's all like sold out or booked yeah. up or whatever. Yeah, but like we got to pull in and walk around the Olympic Park and see like, oh, that's where something's going on, and uh, this that's where the bomb went off, and Ugh. and like Richard Jewell, I'll get you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it wasn't him. Yeah. I know. I've, I I'll call that out on too many podcasts. That was the first time as a fifteen or sixteen year old. I'm like, am I watching Injustice? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the, somebody literally lying to us and saying this guy is responsible. And it relates to, to you because we're white. Uh, it's true. 
And they, st- and they yeah. stole his Disney tapes. The FBI. They never gave them back. Oh, I remember man. that was the last bit of news I heard oh. about Richard Jewell. So I, now I know after I the bombing really... at the '96 Olympics. Yeah. yeah, the guy was Rudolph. Like the last name was Eric Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, did. people wouldn't have made fun of his uh, red nose. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that we would take this first segment to. And if you are a fan of correcting Laser Time hosts yeah. or getting sports facts wrong, this is a segment for you because this I just, is your Olympics. I collected a couple like uh, interesting facts, but of course I could be wrong about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some very confusing things when you're trying to figure out like. Who's the youngest person who ever got a thing, or the oldest person? Or, yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, I, this person has the world record, but not the Olympic record. And it's like, holy crap, my brain hurts just doing this research. But, yeah, a couple couple interesting facts. Olympic, original Olympic Games mm-hmm. were held in 776 B.C. Jesus. Uh, so, and, Diana, you were... Yeah. Uh, on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they went all the way up to... So, we think the modern Olympics had went for a long time. They went all the way up to 393 A.D., so Jesus. about 400 years of Olympics back in Greece, though of course it's not a World Olympics, you know. Yeah, the wheel has maybe been been. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have to read my Bible to find out. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the BC era, yeah. mind you. But the... there were some there were some precursors to the modern Olympics during the 1800s. There was the Zappa's Olympics, which was uh, well, coordinated by a Greek businessman named Evangelist Japis. Backed up Zappas. by the Mothers of Invention. Yeah, but <laughs> like a bunch of countries throughout Europe would have their own version of the Olympics. Huh. But the actual multinational Olympics began with the games, games of the first Olympiad in Athens in 1896. 241 athletes from 14 wow. countries took part in 43 events over nine sports. So the, the Olympics as it is now is really not that old. It's 120. 120 years yeah. old. Huh. Nintendo I mean, is older than the Olympics. Per, there might be people older than the Olympics still in the world. Uh, maybe. One, yeah. Again, one dude in Japan. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I usually find out like the oldest person is in their 120s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, the sports for the first Olympics. Actually, there were nine sports listed, yeah. but only eight actually ended up, up happening. There was running, cycling, fencing, gymnastics, shooting, swimming, tennis, weightlifting, and wrestling. They had they had planned to do sailing, but uh, no competitors who were proficient in, cha- in sailing showed up for it. Really? So it, it just didn't happen. Just an empty, I was going to say stadium, but I guess a dock? How the fuck do you televise sailing? Yeah. I don't know. Without a drone ship. Well, this is 1896. There's no TVs. Oh, what am I thinking? Yeah, Uh, But uh, for the first Olympics, the U.S. had the most gold medals with 11. (laughs) uh, But Greece had most overall medals with 46. I I don't know how they judge who wins the Olympics. I think it is the most gold medals. Is that? Instead of medals overall. It would make the most sense. Yeah. I would say who's the prettiest? I'd say medals overall. Yeah? Yeah. It's kind of a, I, you know, one you can claim victory either way. And that way there's more competition. But uh, there have been 22 Winter Olympics and 31 Summer Olympics. Uh, there were a couple cancellations. 1916 Summer Games were canceled because of World War II. And, <laughs> World War in, and, and yes. in 1940 World and 1941, sorry, uh, World War II caused both ga- sets of games. I imagine canceled. it'd be a little tense uh, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. have Especially an Olympics. Especially the, the previous Olympics had been in Nazi Germany. Yes. Really? In 36. Yeah. And Knew you'd know enough about And then about they canceled Diana. 40 and 44. Yeah, wow. but uh, yeah, 1936 Olympics was well known because it was uh, Jesse Owens yeah. winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also a Jewish athlete that did well and it was kind of Arthur like... Arthur Ashe? No. That's no, the only no. one I know. But this is 1936. <laughs> but yeah, I just, just imagine like... Uh, Adolf Hitler, like, oh, I can't believe these minorities are winning. I thought I was the Uber. Das Juden and the Schwarzes, it turns out they are actually people. <laughs> I've changed my worldview about everything. We can't come together. <laughs> How does this all sound like uh, the worm in the 
uh, Bugs Life. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, oh Heimlich? Heimlich, there he <laughs> is. He's the late Joe Raft. Oh. But yeah, the, uh, we mentioned before, and Krusty told us about the uh, boycott at the Olympics. Yeah. So yeah, Moscow Olympics 1980, the U.S. and 64 other countries boycotted that one. But that's, what, that's why I wanted to do this, because I'm not so much into this as a sport, but like... That if you've seen Rocky Four and you should have, <laughs> that was the attitude towards Russian athletes, and that is why Krusty makes the joke that like no one's going to win because the Russians. And, oh my God! Yeah. This year the Russians have roided everybody up uh-huh. and have tested dirty. It has been really interesting to watch. I'll get this. Yeah, and I mean, those cases are mm-hmm. like, you know, th- there's reasons politically, mm-hmm. but for an athlete, that must be like the worst feeling in the world. Like, oh, you're just a pawn in a game, like. A politician is saying I, you can't do this because... To my knowledge, people give up a lot to yeah. practice oh, yeah. for the Olympics. It's kind of... Years their, of your life. Yeah, full-time gig for some people, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. according to ESPN clip packages. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be the most proficient person in the world, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even in the top three, those losers getting bronze medals. Well, yeah. when they, when uh, they, even to be there is like, yeah, you need <clears throat> to have uh, missed a lot of birthdays, weddings, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. other job training to I, able... To be able to be a peak physical condition. Because I believe when they say they're a member of the Olympic team, that has been going on a lot longer than the cameras have been on in filming the Olympics. That has been going on a process of maybe over a year that they have assembled the Olympics team. And then they practice and practice and practice for the big event. Yeah. And, and I'm just, I've always felt embarrassed because, like, I see the every day, 4 a.m., woke up to practice figure skating. I'm like, I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go through a couple other instances of like uh, politics yeah. and uh, terrorism. Uh, huh. 1968 Summer Olympics is well known uh, for two American track and field athletes, John Carlos and mm-hmm. Tommy Smith, who finished uh, who Famous got the bronze picture. and gold in the 200 meters, performed the Black Power Salute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. While the silver medalist Peter Norman of Australia, people always say like, "Oh, he, I bet he felt awkward." No, he actually That's, wore a. Uh, he supported a them. Yeah. That, yeah. He he found the pins or, or found the gloves, and he looks like he's not celebrating, but like he was also in like. I, I, again, we've we've all been reading these articles, right? Yeah. Especially about this guy because mm. he he. I think they were trying to get him put in the statue that commemorates this event because he's oh. absent from it, uh, and like and and. Those two, who are the two other guys? Uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos. They were close, and they were pallbearers at Peter's funeral because Aww. apparently what ended up happening is like he's an Australian, which was not undergoing apartheid, but something very similar. Yeah. So he did take a giant risk in coming yeah, out in it, favor of that cause. Sixty-eight, I think it's maybe sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. They finally started counting Aborigines in the census. Yeah, and, and, and so he was ostracized and forbidden from working. He was never allowed to participate in the Olympics yeah. ever again. So, Aww. like, not to diminish anything yeah. uh, the other two guys did, but like this guy took a crazy lifelong sacrifice. Never asked for any credit. Never got to yeah. per, uh, participate again in his own home country. And then, and then the other two, they were stripped of their medals, yep. weren't they? Yeah, they, they, they were they reinstated, were, they though, were, right? Yeah, but they were sent home from the Olympics. Wow. So it was either those guys leave or your entire team's disqualified. And they're like, really? Yeah, it's a very kind of like, rock who was the authority place. there? Like, just the that Olympics was the, committee? The IOC, International Olympics Committee. Mm-hmm. But also, that same Olympics, uh, Czechoslovakian gymnast Vera Koslava. Uh, she was opposed to the Soviet invasion of Czechoslovakia. Vera so, said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when she was getting the uh. silver medal for uh, for for uh, beam, you know that that whole balance, I don't know exactly balance what balance beam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when the I guess someone one of the other medalists or maybe it was for her, but they were playing the Soviet national anthem and she turned her head down and away from the flag just to, to show her protest. Uh, but when uh, upon doing that, when she returned home, she was uh, made an outcast. Yeah. And banned from uh, from competing in gymnastics from there on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
but I mean, yeah, there's also instances of terrorism at the mm. Olympics. Yay! 1972 mm. in Munich, Germany, 11 members of the Israeli Olympic team were taken hostage by Palestine terrorists, and they killed two of the athletes. Two of the athletes after they had taken the hostage, and then the other nine during a failed liberation attempt. Jesus. And then 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, one, Georgia. One mm-hmm. day in September. Yeah. Fucking amazing documentary about that. Okay. Yeah. Where they they actually tracked down the, like the one guy of the terrorists that's left. Really? Because you know Israel was fucking pissed after yeah. this, and that's what Munich is about. So like he didn't go about, to jail, or? He, well, he went to jail, and then there was this someone else took hostages and said, you know, you got to free those guys. And that that was sort of hinky and weird. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, he went underground and uh, Israeli uh, special services Mossad took out pretty much everybody else. But this guy seems to have gotten away. But is not having a happy life, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. because they... Mossad doesn't fuck around. Yeah, again, watch watch Munich, man. Munich. They do do not fuck around. And then uh, I believe we just passed... The 20th anniversary of, uh, as we mentioned before, the Atlanta, Georgia Summer Olympics bombing, which killed two people and injured 111. Yes, and if we weren't clear on that, they they like, well, you need a suspect or we're not comfortable continuing with the Olympics. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. It was head of security. Yeah. And that was seemed to be it. And like every, there's no evidence pointing this guy, but he's dragged out in the media as the culprit when he clearly isn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just a couple quick facts uh, to close out this section. Most overall medals is Michael Phelps, who really? uh, at the time of this recording has 25 yeah. medals. Probably one of more the time we uh, post this. But uh, an interesting fact, the most medals without a gold medal is Francisca van Almsick, a German swimmer who has won 10 medals but never a gold. Really? Wow. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah. Uh, oldest medalist ever is a, a person named Oscar Swan who won a gold medal for shooting at the 1912 Olympics. I love that shooting is a sport. years old. <laughs> <laughs> Youngest medalist ever uh, for women is uh, Kim Yun-mi uh, for speed skating at 13 years, 85 days old. Whoa. You're kidding me. At the, 19, at the 1896 Olympics, the youngest male Olympian uh, medalist uh, Demetrius Laundress, who is only 10 years old. What? What? Okay, yeah. so I was really confused, especially this year, by what is the age cutoff here? Like, uh, I mean, this is 1896. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a rumor, like, it, uh, it's not substantiated, but someone says an 8-year-old actually won a... Because, like, there was someone who was too heavy for their team, and they had to replace them quickly. So, they, so apparently they picked this person who may have been 8 years old, but there's no documentation on, on that person. And but, it was also the now-retired event of most youngest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bangladesh, largest country never to win a medal. They have 171 million wow. people, oh, but man. they've never won a medal. But they're very focused on cricket there, apparently. Mm. Oh, that is true. And uh, Monaco has the longest streak of never winning a medal at the Olympics. They've uh, been going to the Olympics since 1920 and have yet to win. Uh, the Chicago oh. Cubs of the Olympics. Yeah. They're such a small country, though. they they got a population problem there. Mm. Uh, Wait, you said Monaco, not Morocco, right? Monaco. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, such, it's such a small country. We'll mm. bet, like, Andorra or San Marino. It's like... <laughs> It's it's the size of a large city. Miami yeah. Dolphins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now he's back. <laughs> uh, four people. That's Dan Marino. So. Yeah, he yeah. won the Olympic for foot. He won the gold medal in football. In Ace Ventura cameos. <laughs> yes. Uh, four people have uh, won medals in both the Summer and Winter Olympics. Wow. Mm. And, and the I love these because they're so they're almost every situation they're in completely different categories. Wow. Jacob Tulentans from Norway got ski jumping gold in 1924 and yachting silver in 1936. Wow. Christina Ludwig Rothenberger from East Germany won speed skating gold uh, in 1984 
and got Sprint Cycling Silver in 1998. Whoa. Um, Eddie Egan is... I'm Eddie Egan! Mm-hmm. Yep. Eddie Egan's the only person to ever get gold. He got uh, boxing gold 1920 and four-man bobsled gold in 1932. And Clara Hughes from Canada got road race cycling bronze in 1996 and speed skating bronze in 2002. So she's the most recent person to do it. But what is it with speed skating and bikes? Yeah, I I guess there's like the motion of your feet. I think I played speed skating silver because it had uh, Lugia on the cover. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And to, to close this out. Uh, the cost to air the Olympics. The very first Olympics mm. to be aired is in 1956. Mm. So it's almost the time between the original Olympics and the first one aired wow. is the same time so between now and the, the modern Olympics. Olympics as we know it has been airing on television for half of its lifetime. Yeah, uh, but that's they were the first CBS. the first internationally televised Olympic games. But the following Winter Games. Uh, was the first one that ever had its rights sold for TV. Mm. So uh, just get the, we'll do a prices right style. How much <laughs> do you think CBS paid to air the 1960 Winter Olympics? Without going over, yeah. I'm going to say $2 million. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is he but, over or are you not revealing uh, that? Not, 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 this is prices right style. I don't okay. give you the price until. Right, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I apologize. Uh, man, I'll guess it's $10 million? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to guess. That seems high for the 60s. That's like though. the gross the national 60. product. That the, if we're no. doing price of right rules, I'll go $1. No! Uh, I think it's going to be less than 2 mil. Yeah, 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 I'm too high. Brett and Chris, you are further away. Oh, Diana. Yay. The amount CBS paid $394,000 to air the yeah. Olympics. That's, that's like a daily Chevrolet settlement. I know. That is Whoa. like, I've almost made enough of my life to pay for the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, to broadcast it on our fucking Twitch yeah. channel. It would be amazing if you were like a, a crazy billionaire and you're yeah. just like, I'm sick of the Olympics. <laughs> I bite the right to the Olympics. I bite the right to nobody gets nobody to gets to watch them. Only me. <laughs> just me. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, the Europe Broadcasting Union paid six hundred sixty thousand dollars. They got chipped, oh. man. Uh-huh. They obviously aired it way more. But yeah, I, th- this is a quick jump into weird Olympic trivia that mm. I, I found. But well, I guess uh, real quick before the TV thing, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this before, but when I worked at ABC. And we had to cover the 04 Olympics, which mm-hmm. were... Lilyhammer? No, that was in the 90s. Uh, 04, that's not Beijing. That was Seoul? 08, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. The 04 Keep Olympics. Keep going. I'll find it. 2000 was Sydney, I know that. And then 04, yeah. I forget mm-hmm. where it was. But uh, because NBC was airing it, all we could ever do was show stills. Uh, so all the, sports, all the sports wrap-ups at night, anything not owned by NBC, Athens. it's like... Athens. Oh, that was wow. Athens, right. A derp. Right, right. Uh, it, was, it was like the 100th... No, it wasn't the 100th anniversary. Everyone mm. wanted it back in Athens, yeah. and then Ted Turner fucking bought it for, <laughs> for Atlanta. <laughs> wow. And Jesus. they got it next. <laughs> um, but uh, that explains why I was in Atlanta. Yep. Um, but yeah, just the idea of having to be like... Being a news producer and like stacking a show, and then we get to the sports segment, and I'm just like gritting my teeth at <laughs> stills of people <laughs> making these these huge superhero like poses, but like, oh, if you could have seen oh. it, like, oh, it was <laughs> just triple like, flip dive, so sweet. Like, but here it is. A you can't tell as we slowly zoom on this JPEG, but this guy was the fastest. <laughs> he was like, and you can see, like, look at his calves; they're just on fire. Like, it must have been so fast. You're just like, fuck this, man. What? What about like? Global teamwork yeah, and sportsmanship. <laughs> like, no, no one can see unless you're on NBC. Out <laughs> of hell. Yeah, I basically I haven't watched the Olympics since it had. It was the closing ceremony of the '96 Olympics. That's when I realized opening and closing ceremonies are my favorite part. Yes, I can. See I don't why. really care. 
So I literally only watch that. Like maybe occasionally flipping the dial, I'll mm. accidentally watch some some figure skating or gymnastics oh. or something like that. Yeah, it's the rest great. of it I don't really. You should have seen the see West Side Muhammad, Story yeah. Rio opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're great because you get to see Muhammad Ali light a torch yeah. or cool. all of Ireland dressed like Luigi. Really <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, it was the year yeah. of Luigi. Hey, come on. I was I was ahead of everyone. I started yelling the second Tonga walked out this year. I was like, that oh, yeah. dude's becoming a meme. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't make it Tonga happen. Guy. Just alpha, like, there was some people yelling alphabetically the United States showing up in the E's. Yeah. Estados Unidos. Are we going to break? Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we've been training, and we're going to use all this training on uh, talking about pop culture of use of the Olympics uh, when we come back. Commercial alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Hey, Brett. Uh-huh. Did you know that uh, today's show is brought to you by Audible? I heard that. I wanted to see if I could get you talking because you don't seem to be that much in- that interested in the Olympics. It's tough for me. But I have something you might be interested in. I'm listening. Audible. Because basically, you could have put on headphones and listened to everything else on any device you had on you, mm-hmm. including desktops, mobile devices, Windows phones, iPads. Audible is the leading source for audiobooks, spoke entertainment, comedy, old-timey radio shows, and it's not limited to just... You thought I was going to recommend a sports biography. I was afraid you might. No, I'm looking at the bestseller list, and on, for some reason, at number two right now is As You Wish, the book by Kerry Elways about mm. his time on The Princess Bride. Wow. I got to see him speak in person about The Princess Bride, and it has the, I would say, the definitive story on Andre the Giant farting, and you can... <laughs> Yeah, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash laser time and not only get started with a free 30-day trial, but get that book for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also, look at that, it's narrated by Carrie Elway's Christopher Guest, wow. Billy Crystal, Robin Wright, oh, she dropped the pen, and Rob Reiner. Are you a fan of Princess Bride? Oh, I love it. Then you're going to love Audible. I didn't even see it till I was an adult and still loved it. Ah. So, Elson, I recommend that you, mm-hmm. not you listeners, stop listening right now. Yeah, this is for me. You go to audibletrial.com slash later time and get started with your free 30-day trial Audible and your free audiobook. Com slash as you wish. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Uh, my company I work for, Fandom or Wikia, they are having a presence at the Star Trek 50th anniversary celebration in Las Vegas. I want to go and adopt a persona and put a giant cowboy hat on. I've ever heard. <laughs> I want to win 200, like, I'd say 500, however much it costs to be fitted for a stupid suit. Because I want that as part of the montage of my life Uh, with Dean Martin's kick in the head at the very end. I have to be fitted for a suit in Vegas. It has to be uh, vanilla colored. It's going to be great. Can it be scenes from, like, Empire Strikes Back? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Ain't that a hole in the bowl? I mean, like, your suit is just stitched together scenes. Oh, wait, yeah, I can can deal with that. Like Hoth and Chewbacca. (laughs) So a texture pack. Yes, (laughs) it is. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again.
Coming in with the Chariots of Fire theme song, a, uh, a, a song I owned on vinyl as a two-year-old and I've never seen the ah, film. Yeah, uh, it, it came with the E.T. and Superman there. soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it was a confi- cons- but is anybody watching the Olympics this year? Uh, at bars? Um, pieces to the side? I have done All that. Time. But I, my girlfriend's into it, and I, this, the bug kind of bit me. I don't... I try not to hate sports any more than I uh, uh, always have. I'm trying to become more open to it. I like soccer. Soccer is uninterrupted. I have played the game. I understand how it's done. Um, but well, the first time in a long time that soccer has been a part of the Olympics. Yeah. Do you know yeah. the rules of football? The rules of football? Yeah. Yeah, I know the rules of football. Do yeah. you know the rules of football? I played. <laughs> I played Money not party. But it also comes from being like ADD as fuck in like. Football, especially, like goes to break with an alarming frequency. Like I don't remember what was happening. Isn't that good? Ten for your ADD? Ago. Like well, you're watching a commercial. The Olympics is like even if you're watching one channel and NBC is streaming it on like fucking Bravo and all the other channels that it owns. Uh, it's like little micro. Like holy shit, uh, Simone Biles just broke the record for vertical height of a four foot eight, fifteen year old girl. And <laughs> then did? boom, Michael. Fe- I don't know. Wow. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie Ledecky breaks her another world record, and it all happens within like she ten did? minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, Katie Ledecky and uh, Simone Biles being your big takeaways from the Summer Olympics. It's yeah. been. I, I used to do gymnastics for a couple of years too, and um, it's a bummer. No male floor routine. Not uh, fair. Uh, never, never happened when I was at uh, in gymnastics either. But did like, you ever like win any competitions? I've told this story on other shows, uh, but it is how much I don't like sports. Uh-huh. My father is very uh, athletically inclined. Mm-hmm. I think only now in his seventies is he finally like his knees will, will barely let him play more than tennis. Uh, he always pushed me into sports. I never liked them. I liked mm-hmm. video games and comic books and sci-fi shit. And uh, I made an agreement to join the swim team for one summer. Mm-hmm. In order to get Spider-Man on the Genesis. That was our deal. My dad did not like video games. So I said, it's a deal. And he's like, if you, well, why don't you participate in this meet, the the Mm -hmm. swim meet, like the, Mm -hmm. the actual competition and not just practice. And I'm like, no, they make you wear a Speedo. (laughs) And I just remember being humiliated. Like I walk out, like I have, I've been practicing all summer with the longest shorts imaginable. Mm -hmm. So I have pale legs. I've (laughs) gone through. The Italian version of puberty, which is much more severe than the average white person. Puberty. And and just like horrible, like hairy bikini line. And I'm wearing Speedos for the first fucking time. Uh, Like just very new to puberty and pubic hair in general. It looks disgusting. And I'm in front of everybody. There are parents and people in the stands. Uh, So I'm like, I'm going to get this the fuck over with. I play second. I (laughs) I placed second amongst 12 other people and like literally threw a towel in my dad's lap. Fuck you. Let's go get Spider-Man. I'm done. And I just, I can't, now I'm kind of shocked by that. I got second place, never had any interest in going back again. Well, and the game was six months old by the time <laughs> it was, and it was so good, uh, <laughs> totally worth it. Well, I'm sure the the sight of that sounds very funny. Uh, unlike we're gonna, so this is the segment we're gonna we're gonna be going through Olympians and pop culture and uh, movies that have been based off of uh, various Olympians exploits. But uh, one of the things that immediately pops into my brain when I think of the Olympics, because it's NBC, is that in a lot of cases Olympians will end up on NBC's uh, yeah. one of their flagship shows. Saturday Night Live, and they're usually not this that good. This has been notoriously at. terrible. And here is all often uh, called one of the worst Saturday Night Live hosts it is. ever. It is Nancy Kerrigan. It's a thrill to be here hosting Saturday Night Live. Before we begin, I'd like to clear something up. When I was at Disney World on the float with Mickey, what I actually said was, "This is the horniest thing I've ever done." <laughs> 
Because she had said, this is yeah. the corniest thing I've ever done. And that got her in trouble with Disney, yep. apparently. With Disney. Like, and there's a, a, that is one of the few like show-long reoccurring sketches in Saturday Night Live history. They just do cornier and cornier things with Disney stuff. Phil Hartman plays Michael Eisner. And <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan turns to the camera to punct, uh, as a punchline to every joke. Now this is really corny. This is bad even for 94 yeah. SNL, which was kind of amazing, actually. Um, the 94, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nancy Kerrigan, poor, yeah. poor, poor lady. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think maybe one of the few Olympians who has been on Saturday Night Live who didn't actually win a gold at the Olympics. Yeah, she only won silver that year. Well, she was recovering from an injury. Yeah, well, bless. <laughs> her. Uh, there's a, what's the? There's a great ESPN documentary about that whole debacle, and, yeah. and Kerrigan is just sort of like. I really, I don't even skate anymore, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Is that yeah. okay? Well, she did what most skaters do, which mm-hmm. is ice capades for a bunch of yeah. years. But it's yeah. just, it's just they have all this footage of like her and Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding being the woman uh, like who hired someone to her boyfriend, yeah. uh to beat her in the knee so she couldn't qualify for the Olympics. And Tanya right. Harding could. She claims she didn't ask him to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, shut up! You're yeah. full of shit, and your porno sucks. Um, <laughs> and, and, it, and not in the good way. And it's just the, the ESPN footage of, like, they knew each other for years. They were in the same yeah, circuit, yeah. maybe friends. But, and yeah. Crazy. Na- Nancy Kerrigan was, like, the high society type. Yeah. And, mm. yeah. Tanya Harding Tanya was Harding a rough around the edges. Rough around the edges gal. Yeah. But not that much better than Nancy Kerrigan at Saturday Night Live is, uh, I believe this might be the most recent uh, uh, Olympic person to w- to make it on the show. Again, we mentioned him before. He is the most winningest person in Olympic history, not one of the most winningest hosts in Saturday Night Live history, Michael Phelps. Great to be here, like the ninth greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, I set a world record this summer by becoming the first person to appear on NBC 390 consecutive hours. Relax, mom. Come on. Also, I'm very proud to announce that I'm going to be a big part of NBC's fall schedule. Uh, so don't miss me in the new cop drama, Swim Cop. Uh, <laughs> Michael, what a, what a like charismaless yeah. like it goes something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know he's Thank also you. he's also the Jackie Robinson of marijuana. Yeah, because yeah. I believe this is the first year where that's not part of the Olympic piss test. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. because he was he tested positive for it last time, and everybody had to have that discussion. This doesn't matter. This is, is it, not a performance. Yeah, I don't think it drug. helps you swim at all. Yep, in fact, not it at all. <laughs> Oh God! It just feels so good. And it, it doesn't <laughs> make you relax. drown, and it can only help a person float. So yeah. It can't help them swim yeah. fast. It's yeah. But the, I believe he's he is responsible for that because he yeah. was. I think traditional media tried to like. Do we shame him for this? This is legal in a couple yeah. states. <clears throat> no, turns yeah, out they no, tried, no one cared. Like yeah. everyone else is like, shut up. Yeah, why? Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> Let him have his subway contract. Yeah. <laughs> but a uh, hidden gem. Mm-hmm. The best. I mean, this is a very easy competition to get the gold in. The best Saturday Night Live host. <laughs> That came from the Olympics, and I'm not counting mm-hmm. uh, like George Foreman. He won a gold medal oh. once, but th- that's not what he, he got. He hosted on one of the worst episodes ever. I mean, yeah, and Ronda Rousey, who had one of last year's worst episodes, that th- wasn't hosted by Donald Trump. Uh, uh, hers was not that good either, but she won in part of the Olympics. She did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. But uh, my favorite SNL Olympics uh, host. I know what it is. Uh, very underrated. I'm Johnny Mosley. Wow. I'm the freestyle skier who won the gold medal at the Olympics. No, not this last one. The one in 98, the Olympics in Nagano. Good Olympics. 
still, this one in Utah was okay because I got to show the world my signature move, the dinner roll. He's playing a video of it. It's pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, pretty cool. I know, I know. And they got a name for a performance like that. It's called Fourth Place. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? That's Johnny Mosley. Johnny Mosley of yeah. Mad Tricks? Yeah. He, what the yeah. fuck are we talking he's, about here? He's from uh, up in Marin, actually. He's from nearby. Who is Johnny Mosley? You've never heard of him. Uh, again, like, this is the first a, year I've been even slightly I only know. He's a skier. I, yeah, yeah, I only know. If I know them, that means they had a game. Yeah. Johnny Mosley, <laughs> Mad Tricks he, was a skate, But he, a parla- he parlayed his success in this to hosting. Yeah. The real world road rules challenge for a bunch uh, of years. It always comes back to this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Reality <laughs> shows or wrestling. Uh, but yeah, he also. Don't sell yourself short. You quote The Simpsons a lot. Yes. Too. Uh, but he, yes, he also had his own titular game, Johnny Mosley Matrix. And here he is posing the rhetorical question we've all asked ourselves. I kind of want to go skiing. Click, click, boom. Right. Late. Oh. What if it snowed in San Francisco? Oh, I do remember this game. Yes, the ski game set in San Francisco. And yeah, it goes right into a reboot-esque cutscene of a skier skiing down the uh, whatever al- thing on the Golden Gate Bridge. Like the fucking whatever. The cable. The suspension yeah, cable. The suspension yeah, suspension cable. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to play Carrie Strong. Yes, that's it. But they, she, wasn't she wasn't a host. She wasn't a host, but one of my favorite It's the best skits. sketch that came out of and, the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, one of Chris Kattan's uh, weird, great characters. You were there that night. Now, what was going on through your mind? Well, first, I was really excited, but then she hurt her ankle, and I got really nervous on top of being excited, but I was just hoping she can keep her focus, so I, I said a little prayer. That's Carrie? You said a little prayer? Yeah, I said a little prayer. That's so sweet. I know it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, that's Carrie so awkward. Carrie Strug, but Carrie. Oh, that's it's his brother, her he, brother. Yeah, and basically making fun of her right next to her. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, doing an impression of her right next to her on weekend update. And also, you could understand like Nerd McDonald. We're not going to have a, a an entire hour and a half episode with Carrie Strug they, like squeaking out. I, lines, I, I, I recorded every episode of SNL in 1994 and a couple of other years, and I've watched the Nancy Kerrigan one so much. It is so bad. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. the worst episode I've ever seen. Worse than Donald Trump. I said it, people. Oh. Worse. Yeah. Let's go from this to uh, Olympic things that were you know maybe not starring the people that were in like that they're based on, but very important based on true story Olympic movies. And uh, as we mentioned before in the the first segment. The very tragic uh, Munich mm-hmm. uh, Olympics, and uh, I have a clip of that trailer. Every civilization finds it necessary to negotiate compromises with its own values. We want to ask you, will you undertake a mission? You will have to leave the country and your family. I can't live with refusing this. Somehow that's based on the Olympics. No. Yeah. Gold in my air once you yeah. take that's, that's them revenge down. for the Olympics. Kill them. Yeah. Kill their families. Burn their houses <laughs> I guess, yeah, to the ground. It's only tendentially related to the Olympics. It's they, a thing that they see at the beginning and then but the next. Flash, they flash back to it yeah. several yeah. times during the film. And I was going to say, I made, complimented Spielberg because every time I think he's done as a director, he does something shocking mm-hmm. and beautiful. And I really liked Munich. And that is the last thing I have yeah. liked that he's ever done. <laughs> that he's ever directed. It's Sorry. Almost- Weirdly, like a, I don't remember it that well, but it seemed kind of like 
a heist move? Not a heist yeah. movie, yeah. but it's like yeah. that. It's like we need the bomb expert. We need yeah. this expert. It's the, a, it's the a, driver. A, this and that. It's the best spies in the universe teaming yeah. up together to perform revenge yeah. on uh, which government? Fuck. I've, what is it already? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did Lebanon have something to do with it? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, all I know is it looked very exotic. Uh, but but I, it's great yeah. in like. Man, not timeless because the thing I, that does stick out in my head is the very end when whatever yeah. point Steven Spielberg is trying to make while Eric Bana is throwing his head back and fucking his wife, mm. and then it kept, keeps cutting to the twin tower. Oh wow! Uh, that is a yes. scene that happens in the film, and Everybody I hope he dies. I wouldn't mind him doing powers, the George yeah. Lucas and re-editing that. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't I, I'm, mix, I'm mixing that up with I think it's the end of Gang of New York where it's like yeah, that time yes, lapse of oh, yeah. uh, New York and the. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, when I think of Munich, though, I, uh, to, to bring a little bit of levity, levity to it, I think of how it was mentioned in Knocked Up. You know, movie I just saw again the other day, which is fucking like mind blowing, and I haven't seen it since it came out. It's Munich. Oh, Munich! <laughs> Munich fucking rules. Munich is awesome. That movie was Eric Bana kicking fucking ass. Through every movie with Jews, we're the ones getting killed. Munich flips it on its ear. We're we captain mother. Not only killing, but fucking like taking names. If any of us get late tonight, it's because of Eric Bana. I agree. <laughs> <Munich. laughs> I no, yeah. I gotta disagree. It's Daniel Craig and his tight fucking pants. Yeah. Oh. I always forget that Thank was. Was that predate his Bond role, like just barely, or same uh, year? Uh, yeah. No, I think it it, it does because that yeah. that came out while I was here. I lived in San Francisco. Yeah, like mm. right before he broke through his Bond, uh, he was in Munich. Tight, tight <laughs> Jewish trousers. <laughs> you didn't take a break, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, what brought us in? Uh, n- something I'm completely unfamiliar with. I only know that it won the Academy Award the year of my birth. Mm. Uh, because I once got this thing. Here's what happened. Here's how much bread was when you were born. It was just like a little, <laughs> little website kind of. Hey, info, we should make a whole thing. podcast. Or uh, Thirty twenty ten people. But yeah, but it has a very iconic theme that brought us in. This is a story of two men who run, <clears throat> not to run, but to prove something to the world. About running. They will sacrifice anything to achieve their goals, except their honor. <sighs> And then you see uh, Clark Griswold and his son running towards Wally World. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's the thing. You, you Everybody's heard that song, and yeah. I think at this point has no idea where it comes from. Mm-hmm. That movie doesn't get played yeah. on TV. Some people, they, they recognize those opening shots of them yeah. running on the beach with the music. And then, you know, there's a whole movie after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything it. about. I've seen it. It is quite good. Chariots of Fire, people. It's also, well, also about uh, Jews and Olympics, so there you go. It's mm-hmm. there's about anti-Semitism and... Stuff and uh, yeah, it's it's very watchable and interesting. It has a major anachronism in it that pisses off the entire nation of Canada. What's that? Um, back because it takes place. I'm blank. It was the 20s when it takes place Mm -hmm. or earlier. But yeah, there's a scene where all the Canadians are waving maple leaf flags and they didn't Uh, have maple leaf flags yet. How would we know it was Canada? Was it just like a, a cartoon jar of maple syrup? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I kind of understand because, like, the Canadian flag back then, it was sort of like there's the Union Jack, and then there's like a like a thing in the middle, and it's like it's not as distinct. So they were definitely right to change the flag. <laughs> That's Good job. My before the yeah, I'll say my fondest Olympic memory: uh, living with Tyler Wilde, the Olympics that took place in Canada, and he is harshly judging his own people by the display <laughs> they're putting on because, like, at around the time. There was already a giant inflatable moose and beaver ice skating yeah. around, and then they just push out a Canada's own puffy William Shatner, and, yep. and Tyler's like, fuck this! God! Canada's embarrassing itself. Good luck yep. to all the Olympians. <laughs> See, that's why I said I watched the opening and closing ceremonies 
Because the, the closing ceremonies is where things get random and weird <laughs> like really? that. Where it's like, Neil Young's going to sing, and then Catherine O'Hara's going to show up, and then an inflatable moose in a Mountie outfit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the mother like, from home alone. Like, wait, what <laughs> is happening? It and is- then everyone made fun of me for years that I only that I loved the opening and closing ceremonies until fucking Beijing That's and everyone Beijing got on, is on breathtaking. board. It was so good. I've never seen that many people do something in such a specific unison with no except the Brazilian uh, the Brazilians tried. They could not hold a candle to the unison of the Beijing yeah. opening they, ceremonies. They had some nice parts. There's some pretty cool parts. I was really embarrassed in <laughs> those first five minutes because it, it just looked like grown men throwing tinfoil over their heads like that parachute oh, you get once yeah. a year at recess. No, once the people with the Afro wigs came out, yeah. that was really embarrassing. <laughs> so, Good Chariots of it. Fire won four Academy Awards. Wow. Munich yep. won five. Uh, this following movie won zero, uh, but Ooh. it won it won nine in my heart. So it won just as many as the Aww. others. Uh, one of my and this is uh, I know we're talking about movies based on historical mm-hmm. Olympic events, and this is using the term very lightly, but it is one of my favorite Olympics movies. Walt Disney Pictures presents... I am feeling very Olympic today. A story for anyone who dares to stand out in a crowd. I didn't come up here to forget who I am and where I come from. And everyone with the courage... Cool! Ready! ...to stand up for their dreams. How will I know if I'm enough? When you cross that finish line... Where did these guys come from? Jamaica! You'll know. Cool Runnings. So what are we going to name this? Excellent. <laughs> Tallulah. <laughs> That's a terrible Netflix series I, name. I, I, I only recognize Dougie Fresh. I love that he has the line, I'm not going to forget who I am and where I'm from. Do you remember what Dougie Fresh had just starred in for Disney on television? Uh, it, I was going to say the Cosby Mysteries are one of those. It's a sitcom called Where I Live. Oh. And, and <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke for like three people, but yeah. it, it really did happen. Cool like, Runnings, baby. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. the one that probably has... That's, like I was just doing that article in Fly the Navigator yeah. saying that like people remember this after all these years. As far as Disney's live-action movie output goes, it's all disposable and unmemorable, and this is one of those weird ones that seems to have broken through to yeah. be a yeah. bona fide classic. Man, I just remember like probably too old to use wagons or it mm-hmm. might have been like street luges or something but like we like me and my brother and our friends would just like push each other's bikes and go like one two three cool runnings you could have had like a copycat cool runnings injury probably you would have been, yeah. would have read about you in the Though paper the actual i think it's what is it one for the rhythm one for the rhyme something something it's bobsled time I, i've seen the movie one one and a half times i've, I've no seen idea. it too many times uh, but one of the last roles of john candy brett yeah, yeah. Have someone never seen it? Oh, so good! It's about it, the Jamaican bobsled team. Well, yeah. yeah, but it does Which take was a, real. Yeah. Why? Why did J- Jamaica decide to have a bobsled team? I wish I knew the backstory yeah. on that, but I remember it, it was. It's was fun that it's like a viral thing before it went viral. It was like people just watching. And they're like, and here's the Jam- oh, and then Jamaica's got a team. Everyone's like, wait, what? what? Was it and the only thing you can think like of? A joke, and everyone's like, oh, and they're going to be on. They're, they're running tonight. Everyone, let's watch the fucking Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. It has to be like a bet between the Jamaican head of state. Because <laughs> otherwise, why? Why? There's no snow in this entire country. Uh, really? Yeah, but so the movie presents it as like they almost did it. They mm-hmm. were so close, but no. in reality, they were always finishing near the bottom of the pack mm-hmm. they did have their 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 bobsled did, did break during the mm-hmm. final run but even that is like they didn't pick it up and walk to the finish line they walked to the finish line as and like dragged the nah. <laughs> but that doesn't, that doesn't look as good on film with, I, the, with the peanuts music yeah. playing I, I mark my words 
because man, it almost moved me to tears. This year's Olympic refugee team, yeah. people who have been forcibly exiled from their own country, have teamed up together to create like a wild card team, uh, and they yeah. are competing in the Olympics. I don't believe they've done that well, but I get that that has to be the next yeah. Hollywood Olympic movie. Yeah. That was so cool. I was so happy they yeah. got, they got probably like the second biggest applause yeah. besides Brazil. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, but they've consistently finished like twenty fifth or worse. The one year <laughs> that they actually did reasonably well was nineteen ninety four when they finished fourteenth place. Yeah. Wow, I've always better than half of the teams. The only way yeah. to truly win at bobsledding is to not compete. Yeah, That's... yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I want to move to a smaller country that doesn't do well in the Olympics and just make friends with whoever is in charge. Yeah, because. <laughs> And, and pick a sport that they're not good at because, like, there there's this guy who I believe is actually a German prince or duke or something mm-hmm. who has dual citizenship with Mexico, so he competes in the Winter Olympics for Mexico, and and he doesn't do very well, and he's older, but his costumes are amazing, and so he's my favorite. <laughs> uh, he he's got um I think it was luge, and he's so he's got luger. that that full bodysuit, mm-hmm. but it looked it was like a mariachi outfit. Ooh. <laughs> it's like I want to be that guy. I'm going to go move to Belize. <laughs> Learn to ski. Yes. And then here I come. <laughs> the white flourish. Diana Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a couple other based on a true story Olympics movies, but I'm not really familiar with them. But if you guys have like any memories of them, there's uh, Prefontaine in 1997, yeah, which was right. like... It was one of two. It was like yeah. a twin movie syndrome yeah. where it was like that, and then I forget the other one. Pre. Pre, Pre. yeah. Uh Miracle 2004, which yeah. was oh, based yeah. off the 1980 Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Hockey? Or, America being yeah, the, Russia. Mm. In the the uh, Miracle on Ice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Unbroken, 2014. Yep. Yeah, Foxcatcher, which Fox, was... I uh, saw the documentary about that guy that yeah. Steve Carell played, and that is absolutely insane. What, heir to what fortune? Shit, he was... He had, oh, is he a DuPont? Yeah, he like a DuPont. DuPont yeah. Like a, a crazy guy with a shitload of inherited money who just... I, I'm deciding right now I want to create the best wrestling team in the world and I'm going to put all of my family's money behind this and I'm going to bring all the wrestlers to my compound and they shall wrestle while I slowly grow schizophrenic and crazy and film myself and eventually shoot one to death okay. uh, thinking he's listening to me. It's, it is an insane story and it's even the documentary is even more insane. I heard Steve Carell does a great job as the character yeah. but this guy is filming himself while he's saying all this stuff because he thinks people are watching him and all this stuff and eventually turns on his own friends yeah. and uh, they're even still making these kind of movies nowadays uh, 2016 Race. we had Race mm-hmm. which uh, man just that title is like come on can you I a little know on the nose I know come, think of something a little bit bigger than that mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's about Jesse Owens in mm-hmm. the 1936 Olympics yay these uh, are all things I wouldn't normally see yeah and that almost seems like uh, 2016 80th anniversary movie called Race it's almost trying too hard for. do I get to bring up my movie what the one I have, I have the little clip of in there, I can introduce it. Um, but that's I, uh, that's not based on real Olympics, is it? What the, the, this? It's not actual Olympians. What? Oh no, no, yeah. it's not. It, sorry, no. We're gonna take a quick break. and, oh. get, and come back. Oh, with, thank God. With fictional stories about Olympians. Because great, Olympics. it's got a great it's soundtrack. Great. To, to take us out and bring us in. Yes.
Justin, you know what every athlete needs? Water? A place to rest. Oh, that's the number two athlete. don't need water. They're swimmers. That's true. They're covered in it. Every Olympian needs a good mattress, and we're, thank God and country, today's episode is brought to you by Casper. Casper Mm. Premium Mattresses, baby. And LazerTime listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash LazerTime and get $50 towards any mattress. You bought a mattress once once upon a time, didn't you, Elsa? I did. It was a pricey endeavor, was it It not? It was four figures, that's for sure. Well, uh, four figures? $1,000? Over $1,000. Well, guess what? Casper mattresses start at just $500. That would have been... They come in every size from twin to California king, baby. That would have been better. Because my issue was with my back. I need a very specific type of mattress, and I hear that Casper has made breakthroughs and such things. Casper mattresses combine high-density memory and premium latex phone to, to create a comfortable sleep surface that contours to that body of yours, Elston. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and to keep you cool and balanced throughout the night. And guess what? Better still, Casper mattresses aren't just less expensive than store-bought mattresses. They ship them right to your door so you don't gotta go nowheres or even have a car. <laughs> if you don't like it, Casper offers a 100-night risk-free trial. Try it for yourself. If you don't like it, you will receive a full refund and Casper will send somebody out there to pick the mattress up for you. So convenient. It is convenient, baby. So when you Laser Time listeners get plum-tuckered, that's still a thing people say. You can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get $50 towards any mattress. On with the games. Friends will try to put you down. Go for it. Go for it. When you don't want to go to town. Go for it. Sing this song. Go for it. Go for it. You gotta work out all night long. You got with the soundtrack to Animal Olympics, yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah, didn't hear about Animal, Animal Olympics, did you? Huh? Well, in uh, my mind, it's the inferior uh, animal based Olympics. But that's uh, there were multiple ones. There, yeah. there was the, the British. Cartoon shorts that aired on Nickelodeon, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that it's a cat all... versus like a dog or something. Yeah, yeah but they yeah. were all based on Olympic events. Like that's how big it was, and like I felt like it was crammed down my throat. Like I really needed to care about the Olympics. Yeah. But Animal Olympics has a cool story. I recently discovered it while we, I forget what did happen there. Something with Gilda Radner, hot haunted honeymoon, and I'm like, she dies, so like we will never be able to talk about her again. And this is one of her last film roles. Mm-hmm. Was in the movie Animal Olympics. Uh, written by Steven Lisberger, mm-hmm. uh, who, if you don't recognize his name, he wrote and directed Tron uh, ah. as well. But it was a movie. No, it was, <laughs> it was a movie set to air. Yes. I mean, no, it, it was uh, a movie set to air on NBC in 1980 in two parts, which they claim they always intended on putting it together as a full-length movie: uh, the Winter Olympic section and the Summer Olympic section. Um, the Winter Olympic section aired, and then we didn't go to the 1980 Olympics, so they shelved the entire expensive. Very well animated special, and just this is a one of those fond memories of old media that like it got. If Warner Brothers finally snatched it up to give it a release, it went on HBO and it uh, got released on video. But there was one video store in town that carried Animal Olympics, and people would talk about it. And, like you got to see this movie because in hindsight, it's kind of scary. People smoke and drink and kill. What? Yeah, it's a cartoon wow. about the Olympics with voices of voice of Gilda Radner and uh, Billy Crystal. So you got to see this, but it's always like you go in. Do you guys have Animal Olympics? <laughs> it's gone. They didn't have it again. Like you, you, you keep going back in the video store trying to find this one copy of this tape that is circulating only uh. with kids in your school. Yeah, I got it this weekend, and like it took me forever to see. So <laughs> it, it, it's not you know it's not awesome. It's all on YouTube in its entirety, even uncut. If only I'd waited. 
Um, but it's but it's just one of those films that like I don't know we were all talking about in the very early '80s. And the clip I gave you, you will recognize instantly who the like third highest billed voice actor is, and it's and it's one of his first times doing voice acting, I believe. In all creatures great and small, there Whoa. resides a spirit of athletic competition. From the heights of Mount Animal Olympus, the flame begins its journey through the four corners of the animal kingdom, bringing with it drama, joy, and sorrow, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. It's, uh, that's, and Kent Brackman. No, yeah, that's that is Harry Shearer and one of his many sportscast roles. Oh, doctor! And, but uh, I'm not getting a lot of reaction from people in the room. But I know yeah. this is one of those things it people are going to tweet the shit out of me yeah. of like, yeah. oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Harry Shearer takes me to two places. What's that? One, um, one of the best parts of Airport 79, the Concord. Wait, what is he? One in of that? my first, one of my favorite bad movies. He does a tiny bit of voiceover in it, uncredited, really? but it's clearly Harry Shearer. The whole plot of that movie is about the American team going to Moscow for the Olympics. Oh shit, that didn't happen. Whoa. Movie's already out, fuck it, we're done. What movie is this? Uh, Airport 79, The Concord. Which I only it's know... It's the last of them because it's horrible, but it's fucking hilarious. I would love to go back and watch those airport movies. Yeah, just to get the context. For yeah, the for oh. Airplane. Man, Airport 79, you don't need any context. It's just hilarious. That's the last one? It's hilarious. Okay, I thought there were like four. There is. There are four. But it just started yes. in the early 70s? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but second of all, I have to correct you on the best Olympic-themed uh, bit on Saturday Night Live what? because we did not talk about male-synchronized swimming. Oh, oh yeah. Another Harry Shearer, Martin Short yes. piece. That's, that, that's, that's one of the only... one of my favorites. It's one of the only sketches from six years' worth of SNL that gets played in best-of packages. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, because it, yeah, something that Lauren Michaels wasn't involved with, but it's yeah. just so good, and everyone remembers that yeah. you have to put it in there. Yeah, what Martin Short and Martin Short and Harry, Harry Shearer, yeah. yes, t- <laughs> dancing in time with each other in the water, so very badly they can't really swim, yeah. so they just sort of they're allowed to touch the ground like every five seconds yeah. or something, so they just do that. They just sort what of bob Mar- up and down. Martin Short wearing he can barely swim his nose plugs yeah. and water wings. <laughs> yep. uh, synchronized swimming is that still that can't still be an event, can it? Yeah, really. Sure. Why not? <laughs> but in, in my mind, the the better animal based Olympics mm-hmm. uh, cartoon is this. Heaven's to hilarity! God damn it, this is Dave. Sports fans, participants, even Megatron, the greatest array of stars. Laugh Olympics presents the round the world triple team competition between the Yogi Yahoo's, the Scooby Doobies, and the really rotten. The players are on the field in the stadium, even. So let's get on with it. Laugh Olympics. <laughs> Someone who sounds exactly like that works at a cafe down the street. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Saturday afternoon. Do you want the club sandwich? Coffee, even. <laughs> but, uh, I forget the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> it's Murgatroyd. Uh, uh, man, I'm in a deep no idea what's going on I zone, man. Oh, you don't know Life Olympics? Olympics? I didn't watch uh, this. I never watched whatever you just talked about. No. It was, but it was one of those Cartoon Express, like, Hanna-Barbera dumps. It was like the Fighters Mega Mix cable of, of like, uh, cartoons. By the, mm. by the time we got cable, this shit was gone. Well, you've heard us talk lucky. shit about Hanna-Barbera, and this is, like, even... 
back then they were already on their last gasp in the 70s and had to combine them all into one cartoon mm-hmm. where they competed in Olympic it's events. pretty big. It's the yeah. Avengers of uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The, I'm already bored. The Avengers meets <laughs> Animal Olympics. It, it, it did seem crazy to see as a little kid and yeah. I always liked, I always was really excited when these came on because there's not that many. There's like 13 episodes. Yeah, but I loved all of them. Yeah. Just because it's like, it's, I liked sports enough where it's like, who's winning right now? Like, Dino like, Mutt, who? Yeah, but, but it's like, kind of like, just watching like a yeah. uh, Nickelodeon game show where it's like, I, I, I want the Yogi Howies to win this. That's week, right. I want the, the, the not the really unlike never Nickelodeon game shows. They did have a score. Yeah. Someone did win at the end of the show, mm-hmm. and occasionally, and like one time, like the villains yeah. win, and did like what? Be- that, what an upset! Did Beanie and Cecil boycott these games? God yeah. damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, you're but trying, you're trying to fuck with us. But we, this is Hanna Barbera. This is yeah. already bad. We were watching <laughs> the intro to it. Uh, the other day, and and Henry he pointed out that like, oh, they're just separated by decades, like the Yogi Yahooies and the Scooby Doobies. Yeah, and I'm 60s like, seventies. Like, don't I don't want to know that. I I just assumed it was like uh, the WWE brand extension. Like they drafted. Like yeah. Yogi Yahooies went first. Isn't it? Really, more... Rotten's always picked bad guys for some reason. Isn't it more fun now that you're correct? Ugh, I don't. Want, yeah. <laughs> It became rebranded as the Scooby All-Stars the yeah. very next year because the Olympics was over, and it was the last one we got until 84. Yeah, but I think s- my, my love of Laugh Olympics actually like manifested in a, uh, I mean, an actual, real, like a sporting event that very much mirrored the Olympics. Yeah. But, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, except uh, I have the overall standings here. Can you guess oh, which team ooh. won the most? Uh, gonna gotta say Scooby Doo. It is the Scooby Doo's with yeah, fourteen wins. Uh, were, where was Quick Draw McGraw? Uh, he was in the Yogi Yahooies oh. uh, with seven wins, and the Really Rotten's with two wins, and there is one, two, three-way tie, two seasons. Yeah, fucking terrible. God. Uh, Fred Flintstone is only on the first episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he got banned for steroids. <laughs> Uh, but I have a couple. And a rock lick steroids. Have a couple other comedies that were based <laughs> off of the Olympics. Uh, one of these uh, is very much like a. Uh, it's a rom- it's a romantic comedy, but one that like I just seem to watch a lot. It seemed to always be on like basic cable or like syndication oh, yeah. movies. Topic. I know what you're doing. The king of the rink and America's ice queen just became a team. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. Would you please put me down? Oh, you treat Guess that move needs some work. You've been doing what? I've been doing a little figure skating. Finger painting? It's uh, The Cutting Edge. So cutting edge. I thought this was the worst movie I'd ever seen. But it was very much like 1992. Yeah. Mm. All the... All the boys watched Cool Runnings, and all the yeah. girls watched uh, oh, Cutting Edge. My sister had this poster. My sister yeah. loved this movie, yeah. and it's not bad in hindsight. It's it's perfectly fine. It got a straight to video sequel like just a few Two. years ago. It was Two. like yeah. this: Young Guns, Eight Seconds, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, Minute Work mm-hmm. with the uh, ones I saw in my sister's room. Yeah. Then there's this other uh, skating-based movie, more recent. Mm-hmm. You are to be stripped of your medals what? and banned from men's figure skating no! for the remainder of your lives. <laughs> now, two rivals, Michaels, McElroy. I see you got fat. I see you still look like a 15-year-old girl, but not hot. Will join forces. What do you guys have that none of the other teams have? Coach. Matching junk. Exactly. Two men skating together, and in our division, no less. Those two are nothing but a couple of freaks. 
That's uh, yeah, that's um, Blades of former Glory? married couple. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that changed Amy, the film. Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. Will Arnett and yeah. Amy Poehler. Playing I wanted married. to like this because I loved how much I loved Anchorman, yeah. which was only a couple years before and this. No, this was a very scary time. I thought Will Ferrell was going to make the same movie again and again, like Adam mm. Sandler. Yeah, because this is semi pro. Um, yeah, and also the, the Talladega Nights. Yeah, and, and I was, but yeah, he seemed to bounce back. Yeah. Like sports reject the movie, yeah, like yeah. three times in a row. But it's a formula that is that it, when it works, yeah, oh, it doesn't matter. They, they all ended up in Step Brothers, and everything is right yeah. with the world. Because like, so I wouldn't good. say Anchorman and Talladega Nights are really quite the not the same movie. They're kind of the same film, yeah. <laughs> but they're like a person was at the height of their power yes. and famous through and their then, own hubris. Comedic hubris is yeah. brought down. Yeah, but it's like it's the trappings. Like you don't see that movie for the plot. Yeah. You see it for the specific jokes at that topic. Like yeah. for Anchorman, it's seventy in newscasting but yeah. for Talladega Nights it's like NASCAR Midwest but like, we were also we were getting other that's a, that means completely, completely different, different jokes but we were getting <laughs> and it's a comedy the jokes of the movie we were getting that matter. same template done over and over with other movies like um, well one that's based off the Olympics didn't capture any clips because it was not funny at all Love Balls them. of Fury oh yes uh, about an Olympian who now has to fight going like an underground only, ping pong tournament only movie we've mentioned with it's own Wii game Really? Yes. Oh, wow. yeah. Christopher Walken's on the cover. God damn yeah. it! I can't. Were you going to talk about video games? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to segue to because I, yeah, I don't know if there's any other uh, movies you want because to bring up. Along that's that's this why game, I bring but... it up as the Olympics being th- this giant thing that I was supposed to love in my childhood. That like yeah. every video game company had to have some kind of multi-event yeah. video game. Period. Like every like that 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 was before there was Metal Gear Solid. That's what Konami was famous for. Yeah. For uh, basically an Olympics game. You mean this? Yeah. Whoa! I didn't know that. Yeah. They just stole the Chariots of Fire music? Yep. Yeah, he'll notice. Just, just... Yeah, I guess me and Dan uh, Amrick, that's it. There was a... I love this game. Really? I, I don't know much about it. Well, I mean, I, I, I liked it enough when I wasn't, like, bleeding my fingers to the bone yeah. to play it. I uh, There was a 1992 Capcom gold medal challenge huh. that has, like, pretty good... Music in there's it as a well. first party Sega Saturn game, Decathlon. Decathlete. Decathlete. Yeah. There's International uh, Track and Field on the PlayStation One. Power Pad. Uh, what's that one called? World Class Track. World Class Track. I don't know if that's Olympics. Mm, yeah, that yeah. probably doesn't but count. It, I mean, same ballpark. But it's they, no is, nobody would bother. The only way they yeah. can get an Olympics game out today, which Sega's had the license for for years, yeah. is the unholy combo of Sonic and Mario characters. For that to like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Can we, can we do another Capcom t- playbook of uh, say the name of the game over the title? <laughs> Why are we not streaming this this week? Yeah, uh, I wonder. Oh, the crow. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, let's do it. Um, I don't get why. I'm surprised the Sonic Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games, which predates Sonic showing up in Smash Brothers. I think. No. Yeah, first one was 2008. Yeah, so it was like, mm-hmm. well, Smash Smash Brothers Brawl was 08. Yeah, and hmm. I think I think that came first. Well, that no, because the Sonic and Mario was in the summer. Mm-hmm. For, so maybe yeah. the, he premiered in like a, the Smash Brothers dojo. For so the uh, the first Mario and Sonic game came out November six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what I was at because that was the thing. Is like after all this time, yeah. Mario and Sonic finally meet in the same game, and it's an Olympics game. Yes, the, it's not a battle. Yeah, and then they were in Smash. <laughs> and the first pic, the picture of on Mario and Sonic the Olympics games. Is them running, doing running hurdles against each other? Yeah, which like, I'm already. At. You know who wins this? It's Sonic. He's <laughs> yeah. faster. 
Um, but that, that but was, you got of the last trailer of Tails doing the field great. routine, the, yeah, the holding the sparkly with, batons. But uh, yeah, we're almost on a, we're almost on a decade of Mario and Sonic at the Olympics that's games. Crazy! Whoa, yeah. Just this March, uh, Wii U Fuck. or no, sorry, June. Wii U had a new Mario and Sonic yeah, the Rio. at Rio. The, I will say the soundtracks for these games are outrageous. Really? Good. Because they're all like big Remixes. band versions of these Sonic yeah. and Mario songs you already know. So just go dig through the the whatever last the Winter Olympics game mm-hmm. was that just happened. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Because they did ha- they did have a Wii U game, right? I just I think so. Yeah. Man. Uh, but what I'm surprised that hasn't happened with these is the Fast and Furious <laughs> slash Mission Impossible <laughs> like constant escalation. Hmm. We're like, okay, now that we're six or seven into these, let's just go nuts and spend even more money. And paradoxically, we will make more money instead yeah. of there being franchise I'll, fatigue at all. I did review, I, I, just, I reviewed like one of the set of Olympics games. I think it was winter. Mm-hmm. But they do have weird story modes where it's like, Eggman's taking over the Olympic square really? and he's making clouds over all of our well, Olympics. Well, Hell. <laughs> what I'm surprised is that it yeah. hasn't much like... Mission Impossible, Fast and yeah. Furious, and all these other movies that are in their 6th and 7th, 8th entries, is when you're at 9, mm. 10 years of Sonic and the Olympic Games, how they're not just like, yeah, and Snake's in this one too. Mm-hmm. Or, yay, we licensed, uh, we reached out, the cast of Oblivion is now... <laughs> Here's another character who only gets to work every 6 years. Yeah, Let's yeah. throw him in like, there. We found Earthworm Jim. <laughs> he's, he's in this game. And the fact that we've had, like, let's see, uh, every other year since 2008, uh, we're on our 6th, I think, set of... Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games and they've never invited Izzy who had his own video game back in the 16-bit generation Uh, Izzy's quest for the Olympic rings yes Uh, and I'm sorry I know (laughs) I know that like ages ago on a laser time (laughs) I I couldn't find the the thread me neither but like what we you just asked me to describe Izzy the mascot in words, and right. people who'd never seen him were draw him just from my description. Yeah. And there was a forum thread of everybody <laughs> trying. Bob Costas. Try- yeah. Oh yeah, because Bob Costas describes it: yeah. lightning bolts for eyebrows, and <laughs> uh, and and one game I'm like very curious to find is uh there was an NBA Live spinoff for the Olympic Games really in 1992. For the Dream Team, which was the year that the U.S. absolutely slaughtered every other team. Would beat, like, Croatia, like, 135 to 40. Yeah, Yeah. because it was at a time of, like, oh, this is, uh, like... 12 super athletes or like, whatever. Yeah. All Jordan, their, Bird, Magic Johnson. Like, all at their peak and just like, can you just give us the medal? Yeah. Like, why even show up and waste your time? Like, yeah, Charles Barkley, like, elbowing Croatians. Like, <laughs> this person has not eaten in a week. And, uh, yeah. and you're nine feet tall. Yeah. I didn't know they made a Dream Team game. That is one of yeah. the f- few sports posters I had in my room. Just well, I, of, I wonder if that, I don't know if that included uh, Michael Jordan because he was, you know, famously not in an NBA games for mm. so long or even EA games, but possibly could have gotten around on that one. Uh, but that, yeah, it's weird though that, with the exception of the uh, like the platformers and the basketball games, like every single standard Olympics games from yeah, they're, they're track and field mm-hmm. in 1987 or six or whatever mm-hmm. up to Mario and Sonic, Sonic at the Olympics games is still mash the button as fast as possible. <laughs> like they have not changed that formula all that much. I, I just I also find it bizarre that that Sega. Has the Olympics license, and they yeah. they announced this game because like we're also making this Olympics video game yeah. for every platform. They stopped Beijing. doing that like yeah. eight years ago and just do Mario and Sonic. I think the they realized that the one, one's game. making the money and one is not. Yeah, yeah. But I got it always reviewed very very poorly. What the oh, the, the, the regular uh, Olympics games? Yeah. Oh, I guess, and so does Mario and Sonic. UK had the 2006 Olympics for Did some they? reason. Yeah, mm. very all over the place. 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the Olympics. I mean, I we know we never have to do this again. Oh, yeah. we, we oh, wait, no. no, we did not talk about Olympians who've been in movies. Oh this right, is... yes, you brought up or will have brought up on a thirty twenty ten about. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we we get to start yeah. with Sonia Henny. Sonia Henny was a Norwegian figure skater, multiple gold winner, winner and she's pretty. And so Hollywood's <laughs> like, "Hey, want to be in movies?" And she was like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yarb. (laughs) Yar. Yeah, so the the kind of crazy-ass things that they used to do in Hollywood is basically like, oh, well, you're, I guess, good-looking enough. Uh, We're going to The world recognizes you. you. We're going to put you through a machine. We're going to change your look. We'll change your hair. We might change your name. We're going to turn you into somebody else, and and we'll just throw you in movies. Do you have talent? Who the fuck cares? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, no, she made a decent number of movies. Totally. Sun Valley Serenade, Thin Ice, one in a million. It says It's a pleasure... Everything happens at night. Second fiddle. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, she's going to play wow. a figure skater. She's going to play a figure skating teacher. She's going to play a stage star who does a figure skating show. <laughs> just come up with the dumbest ways to get her on the fucking ice. It was huge. What is the gender gap here with liking figure skating? <laughs> I don't I understand don't know. it. I don't mean, uh, Yeah, Blades of Fury or yeah. Blades of Glory is like the whole thing is practically a gay joke, so... Oh. Is it, I, there's an awful lot of gay panic in that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of funny bits. There, if you please watch the Olympics the gag. this year, for the guy commentating on gymnastics is an enthusiastic homosexual <laughs> who sounds exactly like SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> oh, Tom, he's gotten everywhere. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. He it's, obviously hasn't been eating Krabby Patties. <laughs> it is. It. I'm endlessly entertained by this person. I. I, I would like to promote him. If uh, I can, okay. yes, to to full on NFL commentator. Let's really scare <laughs> the shit out of that audience. Oh, God, <laughs> I can. I, besides Sonia Henny's probably the biggest Olympian that became uh, a, a movie star, but yeah. I can think of two more. Really, uh, Mitch Gaylord, who is an American anthem. Tragic name. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? What are you gonna do? But <laughs> hey, yeah, you're a regular Mitch well, Gaylord. Huh? What event did he do? Yeah, uh, he's a gymnast. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, American Anthem is supposed to be like serious. It's not Jim Cotta. I want to. The guy who was in Jim Cotta was also a gymnast. I think. Yeah. I don't know if he was Olympic or not. And who else? And then uh, Bruce Jenner. Really? Well, oh for, yeah. Former Bruce Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, when she was Bruce, was in uh, the Village People movie. Can't stop the music. Really? For some fucking reason. I, and I had a Dan and Dave yeah. fucking bumper sticker on my door for two many yeah. years. And I, I looked at that in the opening, but like to me, that was such like a... Like I was a kid, and, and they both 19, sucked. 1992 Olympics, there was an advertising campaign that Reebok, Reebok. did. They started it back at the Super Bowl, and they, they were like, here's Dan, and here's Dave, and they are they were so good at this when they were kids, and now they're facing the, against each other as Americans in the Olympics. Tune back in during Barcelona, and fucking Dan didn't make the Olympics. Yes, yeah, didn't make the Olympics, and Dave did, Dave and didn't made, do shit. Dave got bronze, so Dave won. Oh, he did. Dave won. Dan and Dave. Yeah, that, that that seemed like it was so fucking omnipresent. I can't believe how long that felt like I was wow. enduring that marketing campaign. Yeah, like anyone who's saying like, "Oh, I can't believe this Twitter account did this." It's like, mm-hmm. at least they didn't fucking like sink millions into an advertising campaign for a sneaker based on a person who didn't even make the Olympics and yeah. one who got a bronze. <laughs> Dan or Dave? I haven't yeah. thought about that in well, yeah, thirty <laughs> years, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
25 oh my god <laughs> having flashbacks ah, oh, wait uh, no how yeah. did I get to be in high school again Kurt Thomas, <laughs> oh, damn it. Kurt Thomas uh, from Jukata was in the Olympics but he never won any medals there. Well, I think that's yeah. that's the only last thing I think we want to do you and I both have like vague memories of movies maybe involving the Olympics that we don't remember the names of mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. and I've never been able to find this movie but a traumatizing scene of a, of a, a, a kid who's a diver a high diver, mm-hmm. and he has set up a scaffolding next to his pool with like fucking sandbags mm-hmm. covering it, and then it's he slips and hits his head one night, and it for mm-hmm. I, I just saw it somewhere at some time, and I don't know what the fucking movie is yeah. called, and, and I, the scene the scene has stuck with me for years, and I, I can't Google. I it. I have the same one where it's like it's a person, it's a guy who's training on the uneven bars, mm-hmm. and he had a friend who attempted a trick, mm-hmm. and he died trying to do the trick and at the end the friend is able to do the trick wow. and I remember just like being on message boards like what's this movie and what everyone's like Jimkata Jimkata no not Jimkata <laughs> it's not Jimkata <laughs> the gymnastics karate movie yeah yeah, that's real good where there's a pommel horse in the middle of a uh, Resident Evil zombie village yeah <laughs> it's so good he uses it to kick everybody in the face it's, so, it's amazing so good I feel bad I should bring up ice castles but that's mm-hmm. not about the Olympics I couldn't get the rights to that <laughs> what was what was that super old one you mentioned? The which, which the one? super old Olympics movie, like just Olympia. Or, oh, Olympia! Oh. Yes, yeah. Len, Lenny, Lenny Riefenstahl's documentary about the thirty six Olympics. Oh. Lenny Riefenstahl, who also made the Nazi, impossible to criticize Nazi propaganda <laughs> masterpiece, <laughs> Triumph, uh, of, Triumph the will. of the Will. Uh, yeah, I watched Olympiad. It's interesting. It's obviously it's well made. She was a good director. A big part of it is it's hard to watch. Not just because it was made by someone who was a Nazi, but, <laughs> like, you'd think they could, because there's a lot of narration, they could just strip that out and put whatever they want in it. And the English narration, like, they will not stop talking about people's races. It's like, Whoa. will you just fucking drop it? And it's like, <laughs> oh, this, you know. It's a real credit to his race. Exactly. Well, and, and it's not even, it's like different white people, too. It's like, this Irishman, he can run really well. Despite the problems his, that is na- incurred in his race, despite yeah. the paleness and the alcoholism, he's like, wait, despite what? his giant beer gut, and and too many know, potatoes. And any any time a person of color runs, they're always like the dusky whatever. And it's you're like, like shut. Wow. We can tell it's face. black and white. Jesus, it's like shut <laughs> up already. <laughs> the Olympiad. I, yeah, I wonder Olympiad. if this. I wonder if this is like all on YouTube. It probably yeah. is. Yeah. Not even Kino is going to touch that film. Yeah. Jesus, I think we're going to wrap <laughs> this up. Uh, but that is it. That is it. The games I stand atop the number one podium. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take number three. One of you guys can be number one. And one of you's got to sit out. So uh, good night. Thanks for listening. It's just, it's just an honor to be nominated. I'm- <laughs> and we, uh, you can look forward to more of this crap. Not that this is a big sell, mm-hmm. but in, my girlfriend wanted to watch the Olympics. I do have some uh, neat cord cutting tips that I've had to engage in in order to get the olympics and watch it uh for her and i've saved like i think i've just spent 40 bucks and just com- cut out a 160 dollar a month cable bill oh that's quite an accomplishment yes thank you thank you <laughs> do you guys have any plugs uh i mean 30 2010 is our weekly look back Yay. at uh 86 96 and 06 uh just and 96 the 96 yeah. Olympics we right. covered a few weeks ago. So, uh, but uh, new stuff every week: movies, music, TV games. You never know. It's uh, we're at the whims of what happened already. So, but <laughs> we got clips, and we'll talk about where we were when those things happened. And if you were alive for any of those years, something will reach you mm-hmm. and uh, resonate. So give it a listen. Uh, and we also have uh, our Patreon: patreon.com/lasertime. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, at the five dollar level, you get so many things. You get a weekly bonus show, bonus time where we talk about all of my, our my cord cutting techniques. Yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We also do uh, very regular movie commentaries. Uh, I'm sure we got a sports movie in there. Yes, Major League. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also uh, every month, cheap podcast, a pro wrestling podcast, and uh, there's a couple of Olympics based wrestlers that I'll probably bring up. Uh, during our next episode. It will be airing around SummerSlam, so look forward to that. Uh, but that'll do it. Yes. And Talking Simpsons with yes. an Olympic flourish. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. We'll you see you next week. With a new laser time. Taking us out, another great Olympian, Brian Boitano. What would Brian Boitano do? Brian Boitano!